Welcome to my podcast. This is The Real Walk. My name is Danny Walkup, and I am so excited, honestly. This episode is the first of hopefully many, and I have been wanting to do this for years. But every time I would work up the nerve, every time I'd get a little bit of courage, there would always be all of that self-doubt that would come rushing into my head saying, you're not good enough, nobody wants to hear what you have to say, you're just some little girl from Oklahoma, what good, what good do you have, what, what good are you, what, what does your voice matter, and let me tell you, I found out the past couple days that my voice does matter, and I'll get into that in just a second. I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to press play. Um, This is obviously my first episode, so I really do hope that you'll be patient with me and bear with me while I figure out um, my microphone issues, and I'm using my AirPods, and for some reason, they keep falling out of my ears. (laughs) So here we have it, the real real right off the bat. Um... But I just want to get right into it. There's a lot to unpack. And none of this, by the way, is to purposely be political. Um, I'm just going to honestly and candidly share my story of why I decided to start this podcast. And hopefully it speaks to you. I had an Instagram for about eight years. I had Instagram before it was cool. Um, I would use it, honestly, back when it was just like a photo editing app. It wasn't even social media at that point. Um, And I would just use it to edit my pictures. And then I didn't, I honestly didn't even realize that they stayed on Instagram and posted like a feed. I always thought it was weird why they would ask for a caption. Uh, But it wasn't until all of my friends started joining and, um, all of that. And then Facebook took over obviously, and it became social media. And I had, I think I was in 10th grade at that point. And so I was about 16 and I am 20, almost 25 now. I'll be 25 this month. And, uh, so I have had it for a long time. A lot of my life was documented on there. Um, I had things like my makeup business. I had old pictures of me and my husband. We're high school sweethearts. Um, I had, I'm a nanny for a living. So old videos, pictures of the kids that I've nannied throughout the years on there. Um, And obviously, you know, with limited storage capacity on your phone, And then changing phones throughout the years, some of those pictures just kind of get lost. And uh, there are a lot of pictures on there that mean a lot to me and that are very sentimental to me. It wasn't until about halfway through the lockdowns, I believe, um, from the coronavirus, that I started posting, not even posting, sharing in my stories. That is a very important detail, I feel like, to remember, because my account wasn't about politics at all. Um, I had a primarily lifestyle-type blog on my Instagram, 
um, I had tried to open up a a blog and it's just, I don't know, for me personally, it was a lot to keep up with having to go to WordPress and then publish it to Facebook and Instagram. And when I could honestly just type up an Instagram post and do the same thing. So I ran a, um, mostly lifestyle blog on my Instagram and I would share about my political views at times in my stories. Um, Closer we've gotten to the election, obviously, I've shared more and more in my stories. And it all seemed to come to a head with um, this past Sunday, I shared a pumpkin that I painted. And it was a Trump 2020 pumpkin. It looked just like a Trump 2020 flag. And, you know, it doesn't matter what what side you're voting on, you should be able to share something like that, content like that, whatever, whether it's a Biden-Harris, you know, Taylor Swift shared Biden-Harris cookies. Those didn't get taken down. But regardless, I shared a Trump 2020 pumpkin and I was shocked I never thought in a million years that it would happen to me. I'd seen it happening to people that I followed. Um, It happened to Little Miss Patriot several times. She's on her fourth account, I think, by now. Um, And she did share a few of my stories at one point. And I do feel, I've had a lot of people ask if I feel like the connection to her had anything to do with it. And I'm sure that it did, but it's social media this is America. It's not a crime to connect with like-minded people. And it's not a crime to create new friends on a social media platform. So I'm not, I don't regret her sharing my stuff at all. I don't regret sharing her stuff. Um, because you should be able to do that without persecution. And, you know, they said that in 24 hours, I could request a review. Um, if I follow the information, I entered the verification code 24 hours later. There was nothing, no email. Haven't heard from them since they, I still have, they gave me no reason, no warnings, nothing, just account gone. And why? Because of my political views, because of who I'm choosing to vote for, because of who's what political candidates views I line up with the most. I don't understand why I was silenced just because of who I'm voting for. But at what point your family become harmful? At what point will prayer? There's, I mean, I am conservative through and through. There is no doubt about that. I do not apologize for that. I have every right to believe the way that I believe. And so do you listening to this. But at what point does something, does some conviction, some standards, some belief that you adhere to when it goes against their community standards, when they deem it harmful and they silence you, at what point do we just take it? Like, where is the line going to be drawn? Because there's nobody in this country who on either side is going to believe 100% whatever their government believes, whatever values their government believes in. 
And if they can silence us and censor us now over little things, it's only going to get worse. I saw an article published um, and it said that Facebook or the owner of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, um, has been helping China essentially censor and to break it down, it's kind of like a scale. And he's helping them use technology where they, to make a long article short, rank all of their billions of citizens of that country on like a number system and say it's on a scale of one to 10. They're tracking what you do outside of Facebook. They're tracking what you do, who you communicate with, um, who you associate yourself with, whose views you line up with. And if they deem that a hateful person, they censor you and they silence you. And he's starting to roll it. I saw that in the article, it said that he's helped China do that, which we all know is a communist country. And in the article, it said that he's bringing it to California as well. And I believe it. And when I read that article, it makes so much sense. And I can put the link to the article in the comments or the bio of this, however that, however that works. Um, but it makes so much sense. How many times are you having a conversation with a friend about shoes, about specifically Skechers or something like that? And then you'll get on your Facebook the next day, the next week, maybe even that, like right as soon as you finish that conversation and there's a Skechers ad and there's a, I've disabled it so many times and I, it's something that you have to do kind of routine maintenance to, but back in your settings, there's a setting or something where they do third party tracking essentially. And if I'm not using all the correct or all the correct words or terms for this, please excuse me. I, you know, I don't have a degree in this stuff. Will your religion become harmful to their community standards? It's not going to stop at politics. At what point will your God become harmful to their community standards? At what point will, it's basically, they track your Google searches. They track your they track your messages. I, at this point, my husband and I will text about something and I'll get an ad for it. There's no privacy. And again, as consumers, we sign up for that. But they, the censorship is going to get out of hand. If it isn't already, let's be honest. The censorship is only going to get worse. What happens when they decide that, oh, you're a hateful person and you associate with hateful people based on your religion because you go to church, because your pastor preaches about things that are not politically correct, but they sure are in the Bible. What happens then? It's just scary. And it should, like I said, I'll put the link um, in the description, but it's, it honestly is terrifying and it's not just happening to me. It happened to a lot of people um, on Tuesday and on both sides too, I guess. Um, I've seen a couple of people say that their it happened to their friend and they are not conservative. And honestly, it's just sad. 
regardless of who you're voting for, regardless of what political party you are registered to vote with, we should be able to express our beliefs and our thoughts. You know, my whole goal with building that Instagram account was because someday I did want to have a podcast and I did truly want to make a difference. And um, my blog posts on my Instagram were, it was everything from, you know, health tips to um, struggles of, we've had, I've had a couple pregnancy losses and the struggles that come with that. And we've been trying to conceive for three years and then everything from like kindness and then gratitude. And I truly feel like my emotional and mental health, I am, I feel like I am the healthiest that I've ever been in my life. And talking about things like that, I had a very diverse lifestyle blog and I wanted to convert that to a podcast, but I felt like my voice didn't matter. And I wanted to grow my Instagram and get more followers with this kind of long-term goal in mind. But you know what Instagram did? They disabled my account. They shut me up. They silenced me. They gave me no reason as to why. But you know what they, what else they did with that? They, to my core, rocked me. They made me dig deeper into what I believe, why I believe it. I have done nothing but research and listen to other podcasts and try and do so much growth ever since that point. They think that they shut me up. They think that they silenced me, but they honestly helped me find my voice. I know that they're trying to make me feel like I am nobody, make me feel inferior, and to get me to stop talking. But honestly, what the only thing that they're actually accomplishing is making me more loud. And they're making me realize that, oh, I thought that I didn't have a voice, but it turns out that I do. And it's obviously powerful because they only censor stuff you need to know. They only censor you if you're speaking truth. They only censor you if they're scared. So my life mission now is to terrify them. I want to terrify big tech. And I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it yet. I don't know what all this entails, this new journey, um, this new mission that I've taken on, it seems. I don't know any of that yet. I don't have very many answers, but I do know this, that I do have a voice and it is powerful. And they showed me that when they tried to silence it. So thank you, Instagram, because here I am and I'm not going anywhere. And there's a lot of people like me who feel the exact same way. And you might think that you're winning by taking our accounts down and you might think that you're that you won the battle but you're not going to win the war because you're only making us more angry you're only giving us more attitude and you're only making us more powerful and it does hurt i am sickened when i look at my new account and it it's all my content that i work so hard to create is gone but we will rise stronger because of that.
Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of The Real Walk. And if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, drop them in the comment box. Feel free to rate, subscribe, share with your friends if it meant something to you. And if you have any podcast episode suggestions, hit me with those as well.